Lost on Lost Season 2, baby! Hell yeah! We've watched Seasons 1, 2, and 3 of Lost, and we've learned a lot. Did we? And we've learned to love Jack, Kate, Sawyer, Boone, and Claire. Did we? But now it's time for Seasons 4, 5, and 6. That's right, we're still gonna talk about the mysteries and mythologies of the island. And obviously hot tropical hookups. But now we're gonna talk about things like the freighter. The others. Charles Widmore. The lighthouse. Time travel. 9-11. Ronald Reagan. The Catholic Church. Titus. Gold Chains. The Military Industrial Complex. The Prison Industrial Complex. The Void. The Orb. And, and so, so much, much more. So strap on and strap down because if you thought last season was confusing, this is gonna be so much worse. Or better if you like being lost on Lost. Strap on? You heard me. Welcome everybody to Lost on Lost. My name is Adam Busher and I'm joined as always by... I feel like he's been unstuck in time throughout my life, but I think I'm just moving around him. <laughs> J.P. Russell, everybody. You know, I'd say that it feels like it's only been years that we've been doing this podcast, but it really feels like tens of years. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for the rest of us. Oh, oh, Lordy! That who who could that be? Yeah, as always, we've got a guest. She's been upgraded from private girlfriend to fiance first class. Welcome back hey. to the show, Kai Werner. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for the ring. Also, yeah, are you wearing it right now? <laughs> I'm not. Oh, ladies, <laughs> I'm back in the market. <laughs> um, and this is, uh, I guess, uh, the touring version because I'm here too. Also, God, you're ugly. I'm on the show, but like I'm here at your house again. Like, like that one time yeah <laughs> it's actually really upsetting to see you talk into a microphone i have to live with this so actually, you know <laughs> since we're in person would you mind if i did something that i'm not able to do normally sure can okay. you stand up please okay standing up sit down Unreal. there we go that's better <laughs> Un <laughs> unreal i feel better now good i'm glad <laughs> Hi. Yes. So it's been a little bit since you've been on. It has been. I'm sure you've been listening to all the episodes. All of them. Every <laughs> night. Uh, what have you been watching? What have we been watching since you were on last? We have been almost exclusively watching Taskmaster. <laughs> Adam was kind enough to give us a, a year subscription to Taskmaster TV, and that's all we've watched for the last two months. I've either been watching it or thinking about it or thinking of watching it. Yeah, thinking of tasks. Ta Taskmaster, one of the things I love about it is that it, it is meant to be watched serialized. Yeah. That Alex Horn has said, he's like, it's it, yes, it's a game show, but it's really like a sitcom. Like yeah. You get more out of it if you watch episode to right. episode. Oh, to you're episode. so invested in <laughs> But if you just watch a random episode, you are going to be laughing your ass off right. regardless. Right. Cool. Taskmaster. I love that show. It's I so love good. it so much. We should do a Taskmaster podcast. Which I was going to suggest that instead of uh, this particular episode. Be, you didn't want to watch? You didn't want to watch? Lost? No, I loved it. Yeah. I loved every moment of it. Really? You want to talk about it? Yeah. Talk? I'd love to Let's talk about it. Talk about it. Uh, today we're talking about Because You Left. Because You Left is the first episode of the fifth season of Lost and the 87th episode of Lost overall. Our centric character is none. <laughs> Normally we say various, but in the spreadsheet it said none. It felt like none. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you know what you're right. Well, Adam, do you uh, do you have a recap? Yeah. <laughs> I am so curious. Imagine the island is a record, specifically Willie Nelson's sixteenth studio album, 1973's Shotgun Willie. <laughs> On the island. Uh. Holy God. Um, <laughs> Your nose is bleeding. Where to begin? Uh, Sawyer doesn't have a shirt. 
Frogert has a raft? Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the before times, well, jeez, uh, 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 the hatch didn't blow up, and <laughs> the beachcraft crashed. Uh, uh, and in the after times, uh, Locke's dead. I guess. <laughs> Or not? Maybe. Only sometimes. And locks and 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 Kate's stealing babies. Uh, this all happened because you left. <laughs> By all fucking means, go back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's per- Adam. Breathe. Remember to breathe. Woo! Ooh, yeah. Oh, Lostpedia does not list uh, how many days this is after the crash of Oceanic Flight Eight One Five or whatever the other one is. I don't think the other one's happened yet. Ajira has not happened. Yeah, yet. Um, but it does not list how many days this is after. Gee, I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, because you left originally aired on January 21st, 2009, it was written by your boys, Cuse and Lindelof. It was directed by Stephen Williams. Joke about those three guys. Lostpedia lists the only flashback in this episode as Dr. Chang, to which I say, fuck you. <laughs> really? Yes. The cold open is the only thing they list as the flashback, which is insane. And it belongs to Dr. Chang. Yes. Okay. I don't know how else they would list it. I, uh, go ahead and give us the, <laughs> an attempt if you... <laughs> Shut up, honey. <laughs> it, okay, well, so we open in flashback. Oh. <laughs> um, one of them old style alarm clocks with the flippy yeah. doors like in Groundhog's Day. Love it. Get, uh, some tunes start playing. My first note is that it should have been Patsy Cline. Yeah, I, <laughs> literally... <laughs> First note, but uh, but a, a needle drop, uh, yeah, shotgun Willie by Willie Nelson. Babies crying. Babies are an important part of Lost. We all are conscious of this. Uh, Kai, you and Eric uh, doing secret baby tomb the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> JP and I dealing with uh, the multitude of of pregnancy issues with Doctor Burke and Claire. And so first thing I was thinking I was like, okay, who's the baby? Yeah, who's the baby? Sure, babies aren't supposed to be on the island, right? Babies that was weird. my thing. Yeah. I was like, how did this baby get on this island? So yeah, so this unknown couple. Oh, it's your turn. Okay. Guy gets up, starts doing the stuff. S- starts doing the stuff, leaves the baby to cry. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah. That's how you parent, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, as far as I know. <laughs> it's revealed quickly. I wrote Dr. Candle because I didn't remember that his real name is Dr. Chang. Well, it's also Pierre. I thought it was Peter. And so when I clicked on Lostpedia and it said flashback Pierre, I said, who the fuck is Pierre? <laughs> <laughs> We've seen this guy yeah. uh, a handful of times. A bunch of times. Up until this point, he has been a face in Dharma orientation videos for these stations that they do. Yeah. He's always gone by a pseudonym that has something to do with candles. Dr. Candle, Dr. Waxman, Dr. Wick, I believe is one of them. Dr. Yankee. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, Dr. Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> that Peach Bellini scent, though. <laughs> so that's who it is. It's Dr. Chang. Yeah, and he. I guess, I guess that's his job is shooting orientation videos because he. I get the feeling he's the he's just in charge, so he also has to do. Yeah, that, he's a know? guy. He doesn't have a dancing monkey for that. Well, yeah, he walked on to set, was like, "I don't need a script. Script reads me." Slapped it out of some PA's hand, sits down, is like, "Roll cameras." Like, God, I wish my actors I had to deal with the day to day were like that. I wrote, "Fuck it, we'll do it live. I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll write it. And you shoot it, we'll fucking shoot it live. <laughs> it's Fuck a, it." Again, the world's most perfect film, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> I have been ready. Yeah. Roll. 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he just starts shooting one of these orientation films. Yeah. I'm Dr. I think he says Candle. I'm Dr. Martin yeah. Candle. And yeah. here's your instructions on how to do this Dharma station. And then some knob rolls in. Doctor, uh, sorry, th- there's a problem with the orchid. <laughs> Wait, doesn't Dr. Chang, isn't he like missing an arm at one point? All right, yeah, oh, you're right. smiling this, at me. Right, this is a this is a uh, audio medium. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. In most most not all in most of the orientation videos, he's missing an arm. We got another hey. hot tub time machine <laughs> on our hands, ba- on our hand, baby. If he doesn't lose that arm soon, I'm taking it from him. <laughs> is he as charming in other episodes as he was in this one? Which is to say, not at all charming. Yeah, we're gonna spend the next forty five minutes on the next scene because I could not handle this. <laughs> It was something. It's something. Choices were made. Yeah. Or not made. <laughs> Whatever the problem is at the orchid, it's all. this is also Dr. Chang's responsibility on top of orientation videos. He's also got to deal with whatever the problem is over at the orchid. So Subcontractors. <laughs> so he heads over to this place where they're digging a hole. Things are underground here on the island. I get, we, we realize that they're at the barracks at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we know this is the old... This, we know this is old Dharma shit, whatever right, right, it is. Right. So he heads over to this orchid. We don't know what the fuck <laughs> it is. It, but it's some sort of construction site, workstation, something like that. They've been trying to drill something about those the rock that's drilling in has been destroying drill bits and then they just keep trying to drill just, yeah oh direct a drill bit we'll just get another one to keep drilling yeah it, it's uh gone through six carbon drill bits and specifically is melting them yeah and then some guy who was working just got zooted like, also melted maybe yeah he said he started to he had to hold his head he started to freak out yeah but the the like the foreman or the the site manager is just like ah don't worry about that we're gonna just blow this shit out of this rock. We got this. And Doctor's like, there is a source of power behind that rock that, if exposed, could undo, like, the space-time continuum. And this is the first time this Teamster is hearing about this. <laughs> I do think it is so funny that the foreman's standing over the dead body of his worker and is like, I don't know, we'll blow it up. It's fine. Oh, I am obsessed with the he Dharma had, contractors he now. Had no reaction at all no no reticence to be like i don't know this dude died by being near this yeah <laughs> it's like send another one of them we've seen a little bit of the dharma of the 70s and we can assume this is also the dharma of the 70s sort of in the previous episode that we watched yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whatever the dharma initiative Throughout the first three years of the show, you get the impression that it's all scientists and communists and utopians and all these people who want yeah. to build sort of, sort of a better future through science and communal living and all that. But uh, it turns out that it's really just a bunch of jagoffs and maybe like four or five smart people. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at Roger Workman, right? Yeah. yeah Roger like Workman. Dad. Yeah. He was trying to cope with the death of his wife. And so he just signed up to take a submarine to some unknown island yeah. and then got and then became a drunk janitor. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, when you say it like that, it does sound pretty good. Yeah, it actually sounds all right. <laughs> the the guy he's also like we did a sonar imaging of it and here's a picture of what it's inside it looks like there's a wheel from a pirate yeah yeah i also just for a moment here this i I know this is a hard thing to discuss because it is a visual thing but when they show the sonar image it looks like you know a 2d image that you would draw a pirate's wheel yeah yeah. and the wheel is the wrong direction when you turn it it's horizontal so that means that they had to take the sonar image from above right not from so either they're going like all the way through the ground which would not work well i would imagine i'm not a sonar expert you should have asked a sonar expert i 
suppose. But honey, but that's why we have you on the show. I'll work on it. I just (laughs) you're thinking in 3D, and I love it. I was very confused about the angles involved. Yeah, with this particular image, that makes total sense. Yeah, what's on the other side of this wall? We'll go 50 feet up and penetrate sonar through the ground and find out. Other than you know, instead of the two feet away that you are from the tunnel, precisely. Well, and and at some point in this conversation, when the foreman's like, "Yeah, there's some wacky shit on the other side of here," the doctor's like, "Yeah," and we're gonna use this power to go back in time. And the the look that the foreman gives him is like, "Yeah, whatever." Like, he's 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 working nine to five. There is such a disconnect between what the Dharma Initiative is doing and these like miners that are just like working nine to five. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean. (laughs) And he's like, "Okay, whatever, Doc. Uh, I guess we'll stop drilling, and you can do." your weird shit uh they also the the foreman says something about oh yeah going back time what are we gonna do kill hitler uh to which i thought i'll go back and kill baby ethan uh but uh (laughs) you can't but you can't there are rules you can't kill sources of pure evil like hitler or ethan yeah well you could try (laughs) we will see a lot of people trying yeah to, to change things through this episode but yeah thanks to the shoddy carbon drill bits they did not unleash the limitless source of power that they were drilling into unsupervised without a clear plan yeah. and uh doc walks off and is like it's, it's so hard to find good help yeah yeah that's very apparent and the dude he almost takes out yeah, 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 he, bu- yeah. he bumps into this other jagoff who's carrying an oxygen tank something he's got a helmet he's so, yeah. probably helium balloons it's something whatever that dude comes over to the first guy this foreman or whatever he's like that guy's talking about sending us back in time isn't that crazy um and then a man who has traveled through time to join him here at the bottom of the cave is like yeah that's nuts <laughs> i did think it was really funny that the doctor's reaction to his suggestion about killing hitler was like that is absolutely stupid and absurd i think he uses the word absurd yeah, yeah. and i think it's hilarious that he's telling someone about the concept of time manipulation for the first time and then when that person suggests like are we gonna do something with it he's like you idiot of course not right we're gonna go back in time are you gonna change something no we can't then why then go why are you doing what it? are we doing yeah, here? what are we doing are we just gonna go look at things that already happened because <laughs> yeah. they have a thing for that it's called books like <laughs> Speaking of books, Doc, why you got that you sports almanac? You got sonar. Almanac. Come on. We're going to give d- dinosaurs sonar and find <laughs> out what happens. <laughs> We're going to go back 2,000 years ago and figure out why Titus Welliver put a wheel in a wall. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. uh. <laughs> yeah, Dan Faraday's there and he's not supposed to be. He's from he's from the early 2000s and he's there. You know, he changed things by moving around that tank of oxygen or whatever. That's what I'm saying. Has, has nobody watched Maybe the butterfly effect? Maybe he didn't. Maybe that air tank had to get from wherever it was to wherever it is and he was the one that moved it anyways that's the cold open yeah uh, um it, yeah no uh, sorry we've was... been talking for three hours <laughs> the the first three episodes of this season of lost on lost have been relatively tame on yeah. us i would argue you know we watched uh, the premiere of season four which kind of you know we we got all the information we need to yeah. tackle that bunch of rules got established it was really clear yeah we, we watched a, a, a late season six episode that was very much a standalone piece of information yeah um that gave us some you know historical context and stuff like that we watched a season five episode that yeah. was a bit of a reset on sort of where this season leads to um this <laughs> uh <laughs> this episode it 
was a piece of television. It, yes. Certainly. It was seven subplots in a trench coat. <laughs> we cut back to what I assume is the present from the <laughs> from the title card. A funeral parlor. We've seen this funeral parlor before, hypothetically, in the season three finale, and we didn't know who was in the coffin. <laughs> well, now we do. It's Locke. Locke's dead. The two of you gave me the most honest and concerned look. I just didn't think you were emotionally prepared yeah. to see it on screen. Well, I mean, he's so alive later bluntly. in this episode, so I'm cool with it, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. I, I was concerned you needed to pause need the episode and take yeah. a minute. But but that's, okay, so if we're establishing that as present time, then everything that happens on the island is also a flashback, even before they go jumping around through time. Yeah, but it would it would ruin the, the surprise if they put everything under the flashbacks listed. <laughs> you yeah. know, for all those people who read the Lostpedia article before watching the episode. <laughs> I mean, that's us <laughs> hypothetically chronologically this was this was the big ooh from this end of season four. Oh, so this isn't technically the first time the chronological viewer finds out who's in the casket but it's yeah this is supposed to be a big deal and yeah and it was i i i, I knew i always knew i mean like i've seen the show so i know where Locke's arc yeah. goes it's ups and downs and what have you and, you know. and so i knew it was coming and even then i was just like oh yeah that's kind of sad oh He's fine. But then, yeah, he's Walk fine. Walk it off. So, I mean, like, I wouldn't say he's fine. Yeah, he's he's fine. fine. He's fine. Yeah. Walk it off. Exactly. Um, Jack is there, and holy fuck, man, I've been drunk in my life. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been as drunk as Jack at that funeral. She's <laughs> like, how did I get here? Where are you? John, why is Ben talking to me? Oh, you're dead. Oh, Ben. Why, your, she, why is John dead? Where's your hot air balloon? <laughs> That dude, man, whoo! Yeah, Jack's having one. He's well, he's having two. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Christian's dead, so he's drinking for two now. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna drink enough for an entire surgical team. Yeah, Ben just walks in. Ben's off the island and also palling around now. Yeah, we know that the Oceanic Six is a thing. That was a thing that was established for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, we talked about thing. that. So we know that six people got off the island, but like between the next couple of minutes of this, like next minute of the show here, we found out that like maybe a bunch of people got off the island. Yeah. It does seem like anyone who was motivated to get off the island somehow got off the island, <laughs> which is interesting because my perception of the island was that everyone was stuck there. Yeah, it's supposed to be super hard to get off. It was very funny to be like, oh, well, okay. Everyone figured it out, so... Well, not, well, not everyone. Why are we there's, still talking about there's this? There's upwards of 51 beach survivors, some named, some unnamed. Yeah. But yeah, Ben's like, yeah, we gotta we gotta get the band back together. Yeah, snap out of it. Let's get some coffee in you, because we gotta take his body. We're stealing a body here. Yeah. Uh, then we gotta go get Son. We gotta get Kate. We gotta get Hurley. And we Saeed. Gotta, yeah. But he does not mention Jin, which I'm very upset about. I well, mean, did Jin get off the island? Well, I don't know. Yeah, we do. Do we? Yeah, he's still in... From the other... Ep Never mind. <laughs> no, this is the short answer. Oh, um, I don't remember. Ben says to Jack, what did John say to you? Oh, yeah, to yeah, make yeah. You, To make you such a believer? Because prior to the thing, and then prior to the end of the season three thing, Jack was like, he was the one who always wanted to get off. He wanted to right, get, right, right, get right. off. We're going to get rescued. He, you know, he, he was willing to cheat, steal, kill, lie to mm -hmm. get everybody off the island. Yeah. And now that he's off the island, he's like, we need to go we back. We got to go back. Yeah. So <laughs> then Jack's just like, and he's hammered. So he's just like, I don't know. He, he moved the island. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I'm totally aware of because I've seen the show before and I was like, oh yeah, the fucking island moved. <laughs> so Locke's dead. The island moved. 
the the <laughs> the, okay? the 70s are the are the present um yeah i'm fine so, everything's fine so not only are our folks moving in time but the island also physically moved like yes. in space yeah. and it's also moving in time yeah. i think yes. it, it's moving at a different time than the people on the island are moving yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we cut to three years ago. <laughs> oh my god! I've never been angrier at a full screen title card in my life. It feels like I've been watching this episode for three years. Well, that's happened in three years, I guess. I yeah. <laughs> but we flash because these are flashbacks. This thing that happens right here after the title card is is, is straight up a flashback. But it, it probably was. I'm guessing the finale of season four. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So just to be like, hey, remember what happened last time? And then that is our... Because there are some other clips of things that did happen at the end of season four. We see everybody freaking out. The sky changing color. Yeah. Yeah. Some dudes on a raft. There's a helicopter. <laughs> There's uh, some people on the island. <laughs> Faraday and Froger in a raft together. Man, that is a sentence I never thought I'd say. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't want to get it tattooed. What makes you think I haven't already, baby? <laughs> yeah. You should get a tattoo of the Zodiac with the survivors on it, just on your chest. <laughs> yeah, Locke, Locke's with the others. This guy turns white, and then he's Oh, black. that's a deep shade of purple. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he turn, he, and then he's suddenly alone. Yeah. The, the, the folks in the, the Zodiac, Faraday, Frogert, and whoever else, they were too close to the island when the island moved, and so they also moved. Yeah. With the island. The helicopter and the freighter are far enough away, so they didn't move with the island. Yeah. So we can assume that whoever was on the helicopter, we don't know everybody who was on the helicopter. We have a shot of Desmond and Sawyer on the helicopter. Uh, Kate. Kate on the helicopter. Yeah. We can assume that whoever was in the helicopter made it off. Whoever was in the freighter at the time, we have no clue. They also are gone, but anybody who was too close is still island. This yeah. might be jumping ahead for just a moment, okay. but there's a um, comment that Sawyer makes, and or Julia, I yeah, think yeah, the blonde, yeah, 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 asks yeah. him why he jumped off the helicopter. Yeah, so. Yeah. so Sawyer was on the helicopter, yeah. and yeah, he jumped off for whatever reasons, whatever. He's, he said in that scene you're talking about, he's yeah. like, oh, so she would get away. Or yeah. So he's yeah. probably talking about Kate, whatever. He's probably talking about son. Well, then absolutely he should have jumped. But yeah, Ju Juliet and Sawyer are on the beach by themselves. Bernard comes running out of things, screaming for Rose. Rose comes running in. They're, they're happy to see each other. Everybody's kind of like a little freaking out a little bit. And then Bernard is like, we can't go back to the camp. Camp's gone. Yeah. Um. Sorry. I just wrote Frogert on a boat. Bogert. Is that anything? Ooh. Mm. All right. Okay. That's it kind of makes me think of yogurt. Yeah. Well, his name is Froger because he owns, he owns a, a Froyo Fro Fro company mm, store. Okay. Yeah. Effective marketing. Makes me want yogurt. I know. But me too. Let's go get some. Way to go, Froger. <laughs> <laughs> they go back to where the camp is supposed to be. <laughs> and everyone's just milling around like, oh, what happened? <laughs> we were because yeah, they they you know, they'd been on the island for better part of three three and a half months um they had a kitchen they had tents they had food stashes they had water they had all kinds of cool shit and now it's just this beach so then a whole shitload of named characters some who we know some who we don't all convene in one place mm -hmm. and throw around a shitload of dialogue yep i only wrote one important piece of dialogue down during this scene what did you write down it's a question we've had. Oh yes, 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 yes. Forever, we all we were always asking ourselves this, and we all we never really had a good answer. It was always just like, well, it's as far you know, away whatever, whatever, this, be, whatever yeah. the story dictates. Yeah, canonically, the hatch is a fifteen-minute walk from the beach. <laughs> 
<laughs> Faraday needs to see a man-made structure. Yeah. He's like, I need something, a landmark. I, yeah, I need- Because he has an idea. He's trying to piece it together. He's like, take me to a landmark, a man-made structure, something like that. Yeah. And then somebody's like, oh, there's a Dharma hatch. Yeah. It's, Juliet. Fif- yeah. it's 15 minutes away. It has been in the past- a half a day's walk. It has been an overnight hike. It it's has been, been five minutes. Yeah, it is within eye shot of the. It has been no fifteen minutes away. That's the answer. Fuck you did all it. y'all. You did writers, it. You, why didn't you do this five years ago? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the only person who shows up in this because uh, Miles Miles right that's his name. Yeah, Ken Leung. Yeah, uh, Miles is there. Some redhead who I just called Five Head uh, also shows up. <laughs> oh, unreal. Listen, I have a giant forehead. I get to say <laughs> shit like that. I don't think I noticed how big her forehead it's was. Massive. You could crash Oceanic Flight Eight One Five on that thing. Um, I no idea who she is, what her deal is. I just hated her. Um, she seemed to know um, the physicist. Yeah, yeah. Because Miles says something about like this is our physicist. Well, and he got like real weird when he thought she was yeah injured that's fine she's dead weight right now so so is Locke. thanks for coming on the show thank you good night (laughs) wow yeah but at least Locke's dead ass is running around the jungle still (laughs) we cut to back to the present um (laughs) question mark kate's house She's got a nice place. I don't know how, like, how she settled down, whatever. Something that she was always uh, hated to do and was afraid to do, settling down. She's got this cherry place, photos on the wall. She's got a little blonde, toe-headed toddler boy. She didn't get back together with, uh, what's his face? What's the name of that? Oh, Nathan Fillion? Yeah, she didn't get back together with Nathan Fillion. She didn't get back together with her childhood sweetheart. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. He got shot. The cop shot. (laughs) Um. I think every time I have seen Kate on screen, it has been in conjunction with her committing a set of crimes. Yeah. 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 She does. She does fancy herself a bit of an outlaw, a bit of a criminal. It's interesting that they sort of position her as being like kind of a darling little sweetie sometimes when she's such a like, like she's kind of, at least from what I've seen of last, one of the more hardened criminals on the show. She is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she is. Yeah, she is. She's she's not like she's not as hardened as Sawyer. Right. Like she kind of became a criminal based on what Kate did. The the third episode of Lost on Lost, which you were, I guess, for. Etched in my brain forever. But, like, prior to that, yeah, she probably kind of was America's sweetheart. That's kind of how they, like, still I remember that joke you made was just like, you know, daddy's bad seed is like, why was she such an evil person prior to this? And then then she was driven to blow people up with a stove, and now she's Mm. doing all these other things. Which was such a heinous crime that an entire U.S. Marshals team was dedicated to hunting her down 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No, she'll beat your ass! (laughs) (laughs) Um... I mean, she's probably te- technically, I mean, in a greater sense, and we'll, we'll find out more about this as the podcast continues, but I mean, she is committing fraud right now, technically, along yeah, with yeah. Jack. It's Not the first time she's committed she, fraud. She has already, yeah, I was about to say, yeah. she had committed insurance fraud previously. Yeah. So and no. jewelry, jewelry fraud, fraud. Petty yeah. theft. Fraud. Fraud. Frog. 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 And petty frog. Well, seemingly, like frog. <laughs> seemingly, we can add to this growing list, uh, baby stealing? Yeah. That's just an old habit Maybe. for me. Island. Everybody stole Aaron at some point. Yeah, it's a thing where like... Do we like, know this baby? Yeah, it's Aaron. It's Aaron. Oh. Baby, onion head Aaron. Okay. We were at, I think we asked in like the second or third episode of the season who who the Ocean Six are. We had only established who five of them yeah. were. It was Jack, Kate, Son, Hurley, and Saeed. Yeah. And now we know And now we baby. know who the sixth one. It was Aaron. Wait, was... 
lock not included in that? No, because he would have had to have come after the point. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> he was on the next of 14 ships off this island that everyone pretended to be deserted oh, on. Oh my god, I'm so tired. <laughs> Some skeezy-ass lawyers show up at the door. Um, the, one, the one in the back looked like a murderer. He looked like a serial killer. Like, right, the, yeah. he, he looked like the casting notice said, okay, we need like a regular middle-aged lawyer type guy, and then his sidekick is is like a serial killer. When they killer. don't say why he's there, they're just like, this is my associate. Why is this man here? Did he win like a sweepstakes to fucking be on Lost? Is he a fucking baby stealer? Is like the second we find out that Aaron's not Kate's baby, he's going to steal him? Is he the doctor that's going to draw your blood? Is he every guy that hits on you in a bar? Is he a vampire? <laughs> Do you have to invite him in? You have to tell him specifically he's not invited and then he'll just hover there anyway and wait for your drink to go down. Disappear yeah. into a cloud of bats. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they're there to serve her with paperwork. They want to do a, a not a paternity test, well, a, a blood, blood test, test. Blood, blood yeah. test to find out if Aaron is in fact it's Kate's child. Funny to me, the way that they phrased that request seemed to convey that they wanted to take her blood sample right there at the, the house, yeah. which seems like not what protocol would be. Right. right. I would not think that this random lawyer, who probably is not a phlebotomist, right. yeah. is going to be like, I don't know, roll right. up like your you sleeve. Get serve papers right. to like you, you would hand her a paper and be like, here, yeah. go to this clinic within the next week or yeah. you're going to jail right. for contempt. Yeah, that was interesting. And I don't know if it suggests that they weren't lawyers, but she reacted as though like, you know, everything was closing in. So like there seemed to be some credibility to who these men were. Right, because they did just show up as like Bible salesmen and were like, give us your baby yeah, blood. It, it was very odd and I couldn't tell if I should take it as a credible threat and that's why Kate reacts that way or if these are just two more weirdos in a sea of weirdos who keep stealing this baby. Yeah, yeah. I mean... A lot of weirdos and a lot of somewhat normal people steal the baby, so, you know. I don't think it's you can be normal and steal a baby. It's, it's kinda, just something to do. There's only so many things to do on the island. You I counted the coconuts again. Right, you like, can only play so much golf and backgammon. Eventually, it's going to be like, oh, everybody who steals the baby seems to be having a good time. So yeah. It's probably her. a game to Aaron at this point. <laughs> they at least get a B-plot in an episode. This you is know? a really sick game of hide-and-seek for this kid. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, Kate's like, yeah, yeah. come back with the sheriff. Right, get yeah. out. You, you ain't doing any of this yeah. shit. Which is the right answer. Right, it's the only exactly. time I've ever liked Kate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she kind of feels the same way that you were feeling, Kai. She's like, there's something right here. So she grabs her gold bag and she grabs the baby. She uh, turns on the gas stove. Yep. <laughs> Just to force a habit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she could have lured them in, yeah. knocked right. them both out, turned yeah. on the stove, yeah. done and then a got the insurance money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the cops are sifting through the wreckage and they're like, oh my God, she dropped off the map, but I think Kate Kenmore Austin is back. <laughs> <laughs> so they did call her Miss Austin. When yeah. yeah. What, and I think this will be probably explained in better clarity in a different episode, but the Oceanic Six are all them because they are people who boarded the plane. So like okay. they know, like everybody knows who was on 815 when it crashed. Yeah. And so, so when the six, quote, six are rescued, they have to be people that were on the plane. She, right. could, well, she could have tried to play off like she was Claire or something like that, but right. she is Kate. But would that not, I mean, they had, I, I know this is no, largely refe- referencing a different episode, yeah. but if they know who she actually is, why do they not care anymore that she killed a man with a stove? That's a great fucking like, question. Like, they know who she is, and they're like, this woman stole a baby, she murdered a man, she went on the run. Why don't they just send someone to her house? I think they might actually address it in an episode. This is 
all speculation, but I think they actually do. Like, there's an episode where her and Jack like go before a uh, judge, and the judge is like, "Well, I mean, we should throw like, you in the slam, was, but you were he on was an abandoned band- shit bag." Yeah, they're it's like, eh, "It's justified Every homicide." Every woman should get one murder. Right. One murder. <laughs> and then, it and, did start to come out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> So I, I think they actually do address it, and I think okay. they, I think they kind of like give. Oh, yeah, I love the idea that they oh. let a. It, I would a, want, yeah, if that were the premeditated actual reason, murder yeah. slide. Well, but also, it's like, I don't know. I would assume they would have to do some sort of paperwork before Mars puts this fugitive on a plane. And she would have had to be like over six months pregnant when she was arrested and put on a plane to be extradited back to the US for Aaron to be her child and having given birth on the island. You see, you're, you're dealing with a thing, a concept that we here in the real world call reality oh no <laughs> oh no so i i believe that some of these questions are questions and probably part of the reason why this oceanic six thing doesn't turn out the way any of them hope. okay all right <laughs> but we'll find out so uh yeah we this is where we come back to the island yeah uh, hypothetically still the present i don't know I what, mean, it, what does present mean at this point <laughs> present time in the island sawyer apparently had an opportunity to get off the plane on the helicopter he must have been with Kate, which Juliet's like mm, about. Yeah. But like, get off. Whatever. It was an interesting reaction because I remember writing something down about like, is Juliet into Sawyer at this way? Is that the new thing? But then he says the thing about like, you know, clearly needing Kate to get somewhere safe. So is he still into Kate? And then prior to this exchange, when you see Kate in the house, there's a photo that you can see of Jack and the baby. And Aaron, yeah. yeah. So she's a framed photo of Jack. So are we still doing this love triangle five seasons in? And have Sawyer and Juliet become a thing in season because four? Because she didn't like... react in a way that was like, I love that you did this for Kate. Yeah. <laughs> we know that they're a thing in the 70s. Yeah, but that's but we don't later. Know, right. <laughs> Wait, which they? Kate and Jack? J- Sawyer and Juliet. Right. But oh. they don't go to the past until further into the future. <laughs> right. Love- lovingly shipped by the lost community as Suliet. Oh, she deserves better. You know, well, that's not the worst one I've ever heard, though. And, and Sawyer, and Sawyer. No, does. I meant then Sawyer, not oh, the, okay. not the name. Sawyer, Sawyer does start to come good. So does know. he? Oh yeah, not before he assaults a woman oh, in this yeah, show. That, my, in my, this episode. Yeah, my next note is Sawyer starts slapping folks. <laughs> He does he just was, go, give me your shirt, nerd. was so comfortable <laughs> stealing this man's shirt and then threatening the redheaded lady. Also, look at Faraday. Do you think he wears the same size as you saw <laughs> Like, I, like the glee that, that he was experiencing in that moment. Well, just well, so, I get to slap a lady and steal a man's shirt. Listen, I hate Five Head, and she did kind of. She I, seems I, fine. No, she's and she asked a somewhat reasonable question, didn't she? No, it, Sawyer tells Faraday, explain what's going on. He's like, I couldn't explain this to an astrophysicist. How am I going to explain it to you, Cro-Magnum man? And so Sawyer's open hand slaps him. Then she, Five Head, comes around. And is like. Hey, and he's like, come at me, I'll give it ya. You know, just like, you want some of this? I don't know why he's British now, but uh, no, we, I don't we think know that he's was... Cajun. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Faraday is able, like, oh, I'm a genius. It's like we're on a record and it's skipping. That wasn't so fucking hard, was it? Yeah. To be fair, I would not want to attempt to explain anything to Sawyer. I would so much ra- I would rather he slap me than have to sit there and try to make sure this man understands addition. Yeah, that's fair. He's smarter than he looks. He reads all the time. Yeah, but he's reading like Ayn Rand. Mm, ooh. Well, and 
are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Daniel tries to explain the island skipping through time to everybody. And his, yeah, his, the way he explains is actually is yeah. very concise. For me, the audience, I was like, I get it. Yeah. He, he just needed his shirt threatened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people do really well under pressure sometimes. You can yeah. hit me, but don't you dare touch my fucking button up. <laughs> it's his last formal shirt on the island. Mm, yeah. He, he says something about, we as a group must be moving through the island because everybody in your group's accounted for, right? Right. And everybody's like, yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah, everybody that we care about here. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, Cut to oh no yeah and Sawyer's like not everybody and then we then we cut over to Locke out alone in the jungle yeah but he's soon accompanied by somebody (laughs) lost not lost favorite Goldie just that wagon brought that plane down baby couldn't handle that much cargo ain't got the power not rated for that weight class. Uh, yeah, he's standing on a hill. He hears a noise. The beach craft comes crashing down. Yeah. Yo, the beach craft, the favored uh, weapon to kill Boone. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Favored heroin transportation device. Mm. Home of uh, Pit Viper with a K-Tana sword. I'm Uh, pretty sure they only picked three physical scenarios, and then they made it happen like four times a season for however long the show goes. Yeah, well, I mean, from like Locke's perspective, he's like, well, I'm going to go climb up there. I know it doesn't fall down. Like... (laughs) I've watched like four, three episodes of Lost and I have seen that plane crash, I think, four or five times. Probably, yeah. But that's interesting that you say that, JP, that he knows, like, I wonder, because he wasn't there for Faraday's explanation. Right. So he's got no fucking clue. Right. But but it's interesting because like, yeah, could he, do you think he could make that leap? Just be like, I'm standing here and I see the beach craft crash. Do you think Locke's enough of a believer to be just like, oh, I must got sent back in time. Well, (laughs) he suggests that Ben has shared some information with him prior to that happening though well yeah ben they like part ways and i when us, he runs into the other guy maybe, he yeah. says that, that maybe because told ben him did, yeah he, he tells richard that ben made him the leader yeah um, interesting yeah i just i didn't think about that like that that's interesting yeah yeah Locke climbs up into the plane um he wants to check it out he wants to see if there's any survivors he can start getting blasted at blam, blam, blam. takes one on the leg man Locke's legs <laughs> Locks legs. He spends an awful lot of time with a fatal wound without a tourniquet on it. Yeah. Well, it's the island. And yeah. then he has the ability to not only get the tourniquet on, but continue having these interactions where he is completely conscious and alert. Okay, you know how I love when you do that tourniquet talk. Yeah, yeah. I did actually write in my notes verbatim, tourniquet dash JP's hard question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now you know why we're engaged. Um, he, he got shot by <laughs> local unknown horror, <laughs> Eldritch horror. Yeah, <laughs> Ethan Rom back again. Oh man, that talk about a guy who's been dead. Yeah, he, we've seen him die. We've seen him come <laughs> back to life. Talk about a guy who's been dead. Yeah. Here's the thing: we we talked when Ethan was more central to the story about how Ethan was like soft launch as this just sort of tertiary survivor mm-hmm. and then like maybe the plan got out of hand and then he turned into a monster really quick mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm assuming that this ethan is before all of those events because he's- it has to be because when the 
survivors first encounter the beechcraft, they think it's been there for a very, very long right. time. But here's here's the thing. Ethan sees this stranger in the jungle who's unarmed. He's he's shot him, disarmed him, dropped him out of a tree, and he says some wild stuff. Like he knows who Ben yeah, is. I know your name. I- and he's like too bad i'm about to plug this fool just like that's his go-to is i'm just gonna kill another human i was like man ethan really is a monster (laughs) trespassers will be shot survivors will be shot again (laughs) i don't think there is anything that he could have said at that moment to prevent him shooting him. i really don't the place full of (laughs) froger Oh, sweet. Let me tie up right. that leg for you. Let's get some. Blah. Yeah, no, I think, no, Ethan. <laughs> blah, blah. Now I get your yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do. I think that, yeah, Ethan, I think Ethan may be like a true psychopath. Yeah. The more we learn about him, I think that anytime anybody was like, oh, Ethan's a nice guy. That's him pretending to be yeah. a nice guy so he can get away with shit, like running the staff and murdering yeah. everybody and choking Charlie and all that shit. Was yeah. he a baby on the island? Because I do feel like if you yeah. spend your entire life on the island, you probably are going to be a psychopath. Ethan was, I think, born on the island. He's a newborn right. in that episode yeah. we watched. So in I the think, 70s. Yeah. yeah, in the set, so, so theoretically, I, he's never been anywhere off the he island. He has. When they pick up Juliet. That's right. He does go back to the mainland with Richard sometimes to recruit new people. So he okay. has been off the island. Okay. Yeah. But he was born on the island, which yeah, probably makes him a nut bar. Yeah. yeah. Too much t- jungle pudding. Too much island juice. Yeah. Not Ugh. enough yogurt. <laughs> God, I want Froyo so <laughs> bad right now. What time is it? Uh, we Ethan's about to shoot him and then... Uh, he they, yeah, he time snaps. they time jump away, yeah, yeah, yeah. which probably spins him out a little bit. Ethan's just standing there, and the guy he's like, "Man, that guy says some wild shit," and then literally disappeared in front of me. He was probably <laughs> oh, well. so bummed <laughs> yeah. that he did yeah. not get yeah. to kill him. <laughs> Ruined my day, dear diary. <laughs> we cut to Sun at the airport, looking. Oh just my god, the love. Of sorry, my honey, life. turn your mic off. No, that's fine. That's what I wrote down too. Okay, She's, good. Yeah, like. <sighs> She can do no wrong. No, I I did write down specifically to like, if Sun wants to kill Ben, I want to kill Ben. Oh, because I will do whatever Sun tells me. Yeah, yeah. The the business suit all cleaned up, 10 out of 10. Unreal. Anyways, she's at the airport and she goes up to the person at the ticket counter and they scan her passport and the ticket lady has no poker face. Is like, I'll be (laughs) right back. You wait right here. You've been randomly selected for additional screening. We're not at security. Er (laughs) She did specifically say her name in a way that was like Ms. Kwan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they toss her in a back room yep. and Penny's dad is there. Yep. What's his name? Chuck Widmore. Hey, Mr. McClutchin himself. Yep. Charles Widmore. We met this guy a couple times. Desmond knows him because Desmond was trying to score and Charles was not having it. He's a world-class turd. Yeah. Biggest piece of shit. He uh, gave that impression. Yeah, he's not a nice fella. He was rude to my favorite boy, Desmond. (laughs) He apparently has enough pull to be like pulling folks out of line at airports. Yeah. And blocks in his room and he's like, and and he, I pulled you aside because you had the audacity to talk to me in front of my... (laughs) To your friends and co-workers. Like, what the fuck? I, like, I wondered what she said to him, because it sounds like all she said was, we have a mutual interest. Yeah, I hope she went buck wild on him, and she was just like, yeah. let's plan a murder. I mean, Char- Charles is into some Illuminati stuff, but like oh, yeah. her dad's Mr. Pegg. Yeah. It is. Mr. Pegg's got a wild pull. choice to lock her in the room knowing that. Because like, <sighs> yeah, I would wager a guess that. Make sure just, she's not armed. Just, well, that, but also like, 
don't know what their relationship is like in this time. Right. But I still think he would kill you and everyone you work with if he knew that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, For sure. It was interesting for him to make that choice knowingly. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it's like, all right, well, now that we're here, what did you want to say to me? She's like, we both want to kill Ben. Yeah. And then Woodmore gets hard. Yeah. He's like, oh, (laughs) what do we just become us friends? We come back to Jack and Ben. Jack's shaving his ho- his horrible fake beard off. He should just keep going. The eyebrows, the hair, all of it. Just start over. But uh, yeah, Jack and Ben are watching TV in the, in the <laughs> hotel room. Jack was probably like, put on my cousin Vinny. <laughs> and uh, Ben's like, I want to watch the news. And uh, on the news. Well, they're, they're like, next step's easy. We'll just go over to Santa Rosa and pick yeah. up Hurley. We know where he is. <laughs> Breaking film at 11. <laughs> Hurley's busting himself out of Santa Rosa. Jesus Christ. Jason Bourne. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then Ben with his fucking one-liners always, I guess our night just got a little more complicated. He's, I get that he's probably supposed to be this way, but Ben is so deeply off-putting and unsettling to me that every time he says anything, I'm like, I hope everyone does the opposite. I hope the worst for you. I hope you step on Legos. The the problem is sometimes he wants you to do the opposite. Ben's one step ahead of everybody. (sighs) That's even worse. He's really good at being... Evil. Evil. Uh, yeah, so that's the night. Yeah, they can't go to Santa Rosa because Hurley bust out of uh, Santa Rosa. But not alone. Yeah. They're like, oh, Hurley killed a bunch of people on the news. And, and I was like, like yeah, that sounds like Saeed. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't uh, sound like Sweet Boy Hurley. It's, it's either Son or Saeed. The two most deadly survivors. And yeah, so we cut to Hurley. And yeah, he's at the drive through with Saeed. <laughs> who is looking Dude. just devastatingly handsome. Devastatingly handsome and so tired yeah the last three years have not have both been incredibly kind and incredibly unkind to Saeed because yeah. he looks phenomenal and he looks he's like he needs never to sleep had for a hotter days. sequence he's, than the next two minutes of this they show. put some like I mean I like the curls but he's got like some some straightener in yep. and clearly some conditioner he's got some sheen and bounce going on with that hair and I was like what is happening he did look phenomenal <laughs> yeah he looked great yeah uh, they grab a little snack uh, and then they are heading to a motel um, yeah her, Saeed needed to bust Hurley out for his own purposes we didn't hear anything from Jack or Ben yeah. about having Saeed on their team. No. So Saeed's collecting survivors as well. Well, yeah, because Saeed said that he was working for Ben, but now he doesn't He said trust he had him. been yes. working for Ben. Yeah, yeah for the so. previous two years, so, I think. between the scene with Son at the airport, this, this scene here, the scene at the motel with Jack and said Ben, it's like, okay, so like the survivors, the, the Oceanic Six, they may not have the same goal. Some of them may realize that somebody's trying to get back them back to the island. They don't want to go. Right. And so like now they're diametrically opposed when they used to be six together coming home now they're not now they're that was the impression that i got because it it seems very much like saeed's trying to help hurley come with him to get away yeah to stay away from ben yeah so saeed is explaining all this we've established that there was someone coming to either snatch or kill hurley at the mental institution guys outside of hurley's room they were watching him they were armed he said that was enough for me to know you were in danger yeah so saeed's like taking him to the safe house but then his little safety, you know, tape the hair over yeah, the door, or whatever. Nobody, yeah. yeah, somebody has come in the room. Oh snap! There's more guys there. We don't know who sent these people. We don't know who they are, but there's two, three more yeah. dudes who are all there to either kill or capture them. Right. Well, capture because they use tranquilizers. Tranquilizers. We hear this what uh, sounds like a silenced pistol, right. but then we see that their weapons are silencers on them, and then then sight gets darted in the neck yeah, a bunch of times. This fight here in the safe house, man, it's good. This is a it's really really. Good. Really good the action shot 
one set piece off the balcony where they hold and wait till the guy hits the ground. I was like, this is great. That looked phenomenal. That was some of the better action we've seen in this show. That was really, really cool. The fight choreography, the using the environment. He he whacks the one guy by dropping him into the silverware on the dishwasher. Oh, man, that was rough. We were uh, watching the episode, Adam, with your your lovely father, and he pointed out the fantastic point. There's no way that that dishwasher (laughs) door is holding up to that kind of weight. And I was like, you know what? You're damn right. And the fact that the knives were up yeah. instead of down. Any, who loads anybody a anybody who loads a dishwasher knows you put sharp knives at the point down. So you don't stab yourself when you're unloading it. Unbelievable. Or stab yourself in the back when you trip over it. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really, I, I remember just thinking that was really, really Yeah, it was a great fight. But yeah, just, just Saeed does get tranked a little bit. He gets zooted uh, on tranquilizer <laughs> a little bit. And the Hurley like, goes to check on the guy that fell off the balcony. He picks up the gun, which is something you never do. Yeah. Um, wow, and then, free gun. <laughs> Sure, but at a crime scene, um, he picks up the silenced weapon, looks over the railing. Several passersby take pictures of him with their camera phones. I love this subplot that Hurley's now international like assassin. Yeah. According to the news, he's now killed four he's people like in the span killing, of a night. Yeah. This is this is my new favorite. I, I hope I this subplot him. keeps going. My favorite, my subplot that I was hoping for was I was hoping that Locke was going to continue to be separated from everybody for a really long time. Keep jumping jumping through time by yeah. himself, keep getting caught by Ethan and almost getting shot and then always <laughs> jumping away before Ethan can shoot him. Just keep shooting in the leg over and over. I, I wanted that to happen like four times. It's earlier and earlier in time every yeah. time so he never remembers doing it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you who shot you? You did twice today. Stop shooting me! Say goodbye, John Locke, if that is your name. It is, for <laughs> Christ's sake! I've told you this a dozen times. Oh... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we come back to the uh, the island. Oh my god, there's still so much episode. Charlotte don't care. I hate her. She's the new player. <laughs> Char- Charlotte asks Miles if he believes that Widmore is still looking for the island. Widmore's looking for the island. Uh, Faraday might know how to stop the skips. Oh, uh, but he says something about the fact that Widmore it took him 20 years to find the island yeah. last time, which is I feel like maybe so if you run important. that back, if it's mid 2000 2006 five whatever, go back to 86. Yeah, that could which be is important. very interesting. Which be a few years maybe that'd be a decade even after when we know the dharma initiative is in full force right. with the with the new recruits <laughs> whatever yeah cut to lock at the beach craft um the burned up beach craft because they've skipped they were the crashing beach craft yeah. now the regular beach craft now the burned <laughs> beach craft so this is post survivors landing on the island yeah 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 and yeah, he's wounded and uh, Richard shows up. Yeah. Yeah. He ties off his leg with a like an impromptu tourniquet and Richard shows up and is like, hey, Johnny boy, let me get a look at that bullet in your leg. And he's like, I, how'd you know? And he's like, you told me. He's like, no, I didn't. I, 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 I fucking didn't. Uh, time uh, travel jokes. Richard's like, no, no I, listen, this is a this is a time loopy. Kai, what'd you call it? A, a time. Timey wimey bullshit. Yeah. This is some timey wimey bullshit. Sure, exactly. Yep. <laughs> and um, uh, he's like, listen, you sent me here. I got to patch you up before you leave again. Next time you see me, I'm not going to recognize you. You give me this compass. It's like, what is <laughs> this? It is points north. Uh, I think we all at least got a chuckle out of that. That was, that was, that was, that was okay. cute. I have a note. Why does Richard look hotter with cheater glasses that he's looking over? I, the, objectively, everyone looks hotter when they're looking over like the frame of glasses. Not everyone. You're supposed to look over here because oh. I'm, I'm doing it. Is it helping? Oh my god! We gotta oh cut my the god! Episode. It's magnifying the huge bags under your eyes. <laughs> it's the difference between oh my god and oh my god. 
But uh, yeah, he's like, listen, I just need to tell you this. Everything is screwed up and all of your friends are in trouble and could die or whatever. You have to get all of your people who left the island back. Yeah. And you have to convince them. And the only way to do that is you have to die. And then he zips out. And he ships away. Yeah. yeah. That's- I don't think that's a very compelling argument. What if he just chooses not to die? <laughs> right. He's like, well, what happens if I don't? Oh, we all die anyways? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's the choice. He dies or everyone dies or like including him or is it like he'll be fine and feasibly find his way off the island because everyone can find their way off the island and then everyone else is just kind of screwed because it seems like the choice everyone's made already. And it does make it does also the implication is like, well, if the the Oceanic Six got off the island and you have to convince him to come back, that means he's got to he gets off the island. He's got to leave, you know. So, yeah, yeah, Locke will be able to find his way off the island somehow. And we can see his dead body in L.A. So right, right, right. Right. We cut over to Sawyer's group looking at the hole, doing yeah. some pondering. They they skip again. They jump. Uh, the hatch is back. Juliet has... The line is poorly written, and she was given nothing to do with it, mm-hmm. and so the performance is great as, the hatch, it's back. Yeah. <laughs> After she uncovers it for everyone to see, she then has to turn to camera and say that line, and it's pretty rough. I think you can tell how much the actor really hated that line. Yes. Because like, she delivered wait. it so deadpan, so flat. Yeah, just like, like give me something else. Hatch. Otherwise, this is what you're getting. Yeah. That's it. All right, moving on. Next shot. Yep. Sawyer's like, well, I obviously need a shirt really bad. I also want to grab a couple of beers. Um, and yeah. So I'm going in. And then Fer- uh, Faraday's like, yeah. no, not only is time like a record, it's also like a street. So it's like a, str- a street and a record. <laughs> it, if it didn't happen... It can't happen. So, like, all we can do in time is observe events that have occurred. Those are the right. Rules. Those are the rules so, for all us normal time traveler folk, the normal ones. So, it does beg the question: What the fuck are we doing here? Why are we doing this? If nothing can change and everything is predetermined, why does anyone care enough to do this? What does? What is the point of anything we, at this point? We we can't change anything unless you, I don't know, assume false identities and d- get into the Dharma Initiative and. Uh, Fundamentally or may- change maybe things. Maybe unless you're Desmond, because no, I was going to say got- there, there might be a hotness threshold. So like two, two, oh, two people can change things: Jin and Desmond. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. the survivors end up in a photo of like the class of the Dharma people. They changed but the, it. But the thing is, we didn't see that photo before the time skips. So maybe they so were they were, all, they were in that photo. All they this were always in that photo. This is why I hate timey wimey bullshit. Because it doesn't mean anything. <sighs> Nothing happens. Well, no. Yeah. Yes. You hate bullshit. Because that's why Back to the Future is fun. Yeah. Because yes. you can go back in time and change stuff. Right. And then it has consequences. That's when there are consequences. Yeah. But just, you, can accidentally you can't erase change yourself anything. Or bang your mom or whatever. <laughs> it's great. They should have included more mom banging is all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> so then. Um, yeah. We, it, it can't. So he talks him out of it. He's like, fine. Fuck. I'm going to go to the beach. Fuck it. It's like, it's been a long day. Let's yeah, go back to the beach. Come on. He, Come on, big he guy. He needs a nap. You know, we let's get you an Uncrustable. Oh. Uh, and then uh, Charlotte's like, come on, Danny, let's go. And he's like, I forgot my bag. Go ahead without me. I will be 20 minutes behind you. I promise. In the least sincere. Oh, I I forgot my bag over there. I'm definitely not doing anything else. Also, you never know when you're going to skip. So like right. maybe have that bag close by you because I assume that if you're not holding on to it, it just. It would right. be so funny if time skipped and he lost his journal full of notes. 
Yeah. The thing that I was thinking about, it was like Sawyer goes into the hatch and then they jump a thousand years ago and he's stuck in the ground. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. That's the thing with time travel. You also have to be able to move in space. Otherwise, the Earth is in a different position. Anyways. But also, it wouldn't work because then that would change things. And he can't go back and change things. So he never never could get stuck in the ground. It's like in Flash Forward when they realize that because they had visions, they're invincible. And so they can't get shot. So they can go skateboarding. They can fly. It's it's just like that. It's just like that. Except sometimes you can get shot. Except sometimes you can't get shot. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Charlotte has a nosebleed, which I wrote down here is never good if you're in a time travel situation. (laughs) That's just your brain. It's your brain leaking out of your head. Yeah. Danny goes back to his bag and he, he gets out his journal and he's like, oh, you know, I wrote down some stuff about the last time I tried time traveled. So I'm going to go do this while I'm time traveling. He pounds on the door. He's like, I think this will probably work. Yeah. The fact that he looked at his notebook to decide that means that it's more diary than it is like research notes. And I just love the idea of him being like, dear diary, on the island, still <laughs> wore this shirt today and Sawyer tried to take it (laughs) i would pay so much money to read these diary entries this is my tuesday shirt he can't have it till wednesday i secretly don't want him to put a shirt on because he's very cut (laughs) we have a real wheel they won't they thing over the shirt (laughs) what if i just took my shirt off he pounds in the door and desmond's like would you knock it off (laughs) i am trying to listen to geronimo jackson and ride my stationary bike fuck off i'm playing with all these mirrors (laughs) Are you him? Are you my replacement? No. Uh, my name's Danny. Nice to meet you. Uh, here's some information that uh, you will need. Uh, I'm going to deliver it slowly uh, because I've got all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's fine. So uh, you need to go to Oxford where you meet me. He's like, I don't know you, nerd. Get away from me. And then he disappears. His button up, idiot. (laughs) That looks like if a a guy with muscles put it on, it actually looked like a fit. (laughs) Desmond's special is what Danny tells him. He's like, you're special. You can can go back and kill Hitler. You can do stuff like that. Your rules don't apply to you because of your hot. Yeah, that's the only way that I will accept any of this. That makes sense. Yeah, he got magnet. farted so like <laughs> pardon yeah he's got magnet fart juice on him from an earlier time it knocked all of his clothes off and threw him not only into the jungle but unstuck him from time yeah how why is it so hard for you to understand <laughs> uh daniel can't finish his message because he gets time skipped away he has to he said one of the last things he says you have to find my mother don't have sex with her that's my job <laughs> oh maybe we're just too early maybe he does get to go have sex with his mom <laughs> Somebody definitely has sex with his mom, but we can talk about that later. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, probably his dad, right? Yeah, whoever his dad is. We cut back to, I get the present, I think um, Desmond and Penny are happily sleeping in bed and Desmond has a memory nightmare dream. Ah, oh, I'm, I was on the island, brother. And she's like, quit calling me that. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, you're fine. You're fine. It was a dream. And he goes, no, it was a memory. They get up. They're on a boat. They live on a boat. And Desmond starts cranking up the anchor. And she goes, what are you doing? And 10 minutes goes by. And then he <laughs> says, we're going to Oxford. <laughs> Des, I told you, you don't need to finish your degree. I love you anyways. <laughs> that also makes no sense in the timey-wimey bullshit. Like, if it's happened in the timeline, why is he just getting the memory now? Like, Because he's special. Ugh. Daniel said he was special. He's special. I also love 
how wildly unsympathetic she is when he wakes up. Oh, yeah. He is covered in sweat. He's clearly panicking. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Can you shut up, please? I dreamt I was on the end. She's like, that was three years ago. Get over it. Like, are you still traumatized? Come on. Post-traumatic stress still. You better not fucking say any time travel shit to me or I am leaving this (laughs) boat. To be fair, she probably hears so much time travel bullshit. (laughs) And I would also be like, if you say another fucking word, I'm done. Go ahead. Say time loop again. I fucking dare you. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I was trying to figure out if that was Penny's boat, not Penny's boat, or was it, yeah, um, or it, Cynthia Watros's boat, Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God! Because you left. That's that's uh, question one. Did we like it? Was it good? Uh, that is the thing that we always ask ourselves here at the end of uh, the episode of Lost on Lost. Did we like it? Was it good? You can like something that sucks. You can hate something that rules. Kai. The <laughs> final note on my on my notepad here is the word "yikes" in all capital letters. <laughs> I did not enjoy this piece of television. Yeah, I mean, I just to I, I feel the same way. I did not care for this, but like I wish the story was smaller. Don't try and fit all these plot lines into one episode. I think about what's the what's the one where Claire gets her memories back that we were like, this is a useless episode. Anyways, I don't remember the name of that one. But like it's weird to think that this episode we have to cram so much into this. We're like, let's just focus on one thing or another. Like lost viewers are used to like having to wait long periods of time before getting answers to things. Cut two or three of the storylines out of this and just focus on one or two of them. It's way too I also don't feel like, even if I had the background, which I don't have because I have only seen... I mean, we don't have a lot of background either. I don't think I would want uh, this much perspective in each of the jumps. Sure. When you jump, give me one person to focus on. Right. Giving everyone at every point in time from the 70s to the aughts, I don't I don't care anymore, sure. you know, because it doesn't mean anything. Nothing can change. I don't know anything about anybody and no one's the focus. So it's just feels like you're slogging through all of these events that don't have any like weight to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam, how'd you feel about it? I, I I liked it. Okay. Granted, again, I have more context than the two of you. My context is very old because I haven't seen season four finale in years. I haven't seen episode two of season five, but I enjoy chaotic stories. <laughs> and this is, chrono- I think chronologically, it's better than it is here by itself. Sure. But even by I itself, I was that. sitting here, I was thinking to myself, I was like, fuck, man, I cannot wait to watch episode yeah. two. And not because I don't know what's happening, but I just like, they they did, they, this is a, this is a season premiere. They had the summer off. They've got to get the audience back on the hook. All of that. You I know? don't think I realized this was episode one. Yes. This is episode one of yeah. season five. So it's so a bunch of. They left Bullshit. on a bunch of cliffhangers. Yeah, a bunch of stuff happened at the end of season four. That would have been enough for me to be like, yeah, shit. I'm off the show. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, some people didn't like it. I, I'm sure people who were into it who had had to wait all summer were sure. like, hell yeah, this is great. Yeah. I For just watching it as a singular episode of television, this I think, was too much. I think it suffers a lot from being out of context for us, but I, I really liked it. Does that mean it's a good episode? I don't know. I was having a lot of fun. I thought the action was a lot of fun. <laughs> I thought tossing everybody around. It's I'm not necessarily a subscriber to the fucking idiotic tech bro mantra of move fast, break things. But sometimes it does work. Sure. And I was like, everything's on its ear. Like we've taken everything that we what limited shit we know about 
season two of Lost and Lost here, and we just upended the whole fucking thing. But we, yeah. we've been we've been playing it safe, albeit <laughs> by the virtue of random.org. Thank you. And now shit's sure. fuck wild. Now. Yeah, now now we are we had a delayed reaction to the the what we thought was the security of season two, and I feel like this is probably more of what we're in and for. I, and I'm all for it. So yeah, yeah I know uh, so, I'm excited. But beyond that, yeah, I just I was like, yeah, this is this is this wet my whistle for the rest of season five. Too bad I can't watch the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that there were some really interesting and fun moments like you were saying earlier like the fight scene was genuinely genuinely good. engaging yeah that was great it was really well choreographed it was really like it kind of had me on the edge of my seat a little bit the uh, Saeed and Hurley assassin duo <laughs> I, oh, I would adore I would watch a spinoff show of just the two of them trying to get away from Ben yeah yeah oh so good but that's Hurley Hurley carries a lot of the weight of the show so a little bit of a mixed bag but there there we are yeah totally anticipated that being the, the yeah, case for sure <laughs> sure well let's uh let's do some MVPs shall we yeah so lost MVP it. who was our favorite who did we you know we didn't want to focus on all these people but who Kai would you like to focus on a little bit more who did you enjoy most of uh because you left I would have to say probably Saeed sure um, he's not there for a very long time, but every moment he's on screen, it adds. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And not just because he's hot, but because he's engaging. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. JP. The Teamsters, local 344, baby. Uh, <laughs> these guys are just trying to just trying to get a paycheck, just trying to work, you know? They just got them bennies. They're like, listen, I'm, I'm supporting a family back home. And uh, they're doing the best with what they can. Adam? <laughs> I, I, think, I think Faraday. He's annoying, but... He is like the one attempted spot of order in the chaos. Yeah. yeah. He's like, okay, I get it. Everything's real, real off. Yeah. I, I'm going to try to get it on off. Sure. So, and I, and I like Jeremy Davies. He, I liked when he was added to the cast in season four. He was He's one a of, solid actor. Yeah. So it's his, the character of Faraday can at times be a little abrasive and annoying just because of he can be kind of a know it all occasionally. But in this episode, I like the fact that he's attempting to right the ship a little bit. So yeah. I'm going I'm to give it a fair. Day. For sure. Yeah. The character has a lot of potential for us to uh, like him a lot down the road, too. Cool. Uh, well, then the flip side of the coin, who was your least favorite? Who was your lost forever? Who could you really have done without Kai? I'm willing to guess I could guess who yours is, but... You say who you think. On three, two, one, go. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Sawyer. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you want to try it again? I was going to say Sawyer, so yeah. <laughs> expound go ahead um oh man we'd have to record for another hour for me to really get all the way through it he's just the worst possible version of what he could be in every moment sure even the moment where he's like clearly done something for care of another person you know he clearly loves kate is still annoying yeah like he's still a fuck boy about it and it's obnoxious that like i don't know like when when he threatens to slap charlotte across the face i'm like yeah this tracks for this character him wandering around shirtless all the time and then being <laughs> like i'm gonna steal this guy's shirt I'm like yeah that tracks this guy's the worst <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, yeah for, to have fuck boy energy walking around no shirt on doesn't help yeah. He's he gotta be pretty out of pocket so, in this episode. So obnoxious being stuck on a deserted island with this man. I guess yeah. it's not really deserted at this point, but so where's the worst? I thought in earlier seasons of Lost on Lost, I, my my bottom tier person was Kate and Sawyer quickly surpassed her. Wow. Okay. That's fair. There's an argument to be had there. Yeah. 
JP. Five head. Charlotte. What's her? I don't fucking know. Did they say her name in the episode? They did not. Um, Don't know who she is. Don't know what she's doing. Um, She's given me like she's got like stage five Claire uh, face right now. I'm I'm digging Claire more as we go along. She's got like Nikki and Paolo like, remember, I'm here too. Uh, Yeah, could could deal without her. I think it was five. I think there were five new characters at the beginning of season four. We met Naomi, Faraday, <laughs> Miles, Charlotte, and Lapitas. Naomi, I, the, I mean, she only makes it to... She didn't make it very far. Yeah. But those were the five new... Those were those were the five freighter additions, and she's one of them. I yeah. remember what each one of their specialties was, except for Charlotte's. I don't remember why she's one of the core four that comes to the island from the freighter. Just her specialty is wearing a V-neck. Adam, lost forever. Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's a psychopath. Yeah. God damn, dude. Like, y- y- you winged him. And then you're like, you can't get information out of a corpse. Yeah. I'm just going to blast you because you said some weird shit. Dude. Right. Why are you so weird? Right. Like, at that point, they are, quote unquote, the others. Yeah. Right? So, like, so there shouldn't be anybody else on the island. So, f- from Ethan's perspective, unless he's, this is pre-survivors, so he's just like, oh, here's a person. I know we don't come across people very often. Rather than find out what his story is, I'm just going to blast him. My personal headcanon is he was walking around in the jungle with a gun, hoping to find someone so that he could murder someone. Yeah. I mean, it's just called being in the army. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Ethan, goddamn, ran it in, dude. Yeah, totally fair. <laughs> That's a great one. Um, Kai, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yes. Kai will be back. Adam. Mm-hmm. What are we watching next time? Excellent question. If you out there want to be lost with us, come on back for season five, episode 13. <laughs> <laughs> Some like it hot. <laughs> Did you say Hoth? Hoth. Like the planet in Star Wars? Yeah, something like it, Hoth. That's the worst Tennessee Williams play I've ever heard. Cat on a Hoth. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Featured character, Miles from the freighter. Oh, okay. The guy from Rush Hour. That he's absolutely the guy from Rush Hour. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, that's something That'll be so something. we're just we're just never getting any of season four again are we <laughs> we will not see a season four episode for one two a tree of four five episodes <laughs> oh no oh, no oh and i know y'all been missing it i know y'all been itching wondering waiting asking we will also be watching missing piece number eight <laughs> buried secrets featuring Jin, son and michael <gasps> I forgot Michael was in this show. This is going to be rough. <laughs> so yeah, some like it Hoth and Buried Secrets. Okay. There you go. Well, cool. Thank you, <laughs> Kai. Thank you, Adam. And thank you, all of you out there for listening to this episode of Lost on Lost. I'm Adam. I'm GP. You have any idea what's going on in the show? <laughs> Not a clue. Me neither. Lost on Lost is produced and edited by me and JP. We wish to acknowledge that we live, work, and produce our show on occupied land. Burbank, California is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Tongva, Chumash, Keech, and Fernandeño Tataviam peoples. Milwaukee, Wisconsin is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Peoria, Potawatomi, Miyama, and Ho-Chunk peoples. And Lost was produced in Hawaii on the lands of the Kanaka Maoli. Visit native-land.ca to learn more about the land you live and work on. You can engage with us on IG, Facebook, 
Facebook and Twitter at Lost on Lost One. You can also email us at wearelostonlost at gmail.com or support us with dollar monies at coffee.com slash wearelostonlost. Thanks to Lostpedia and its community of contributors, Danny Schmitz, Random.org, and as always, you the listeners for tuning in. We're hosted at Podbean. You can hear us there or wherever you get your podcasts, except MySpace. We're, we're not on MySpace. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,